Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Check. There we are. Oh, yeah. Come over. Bewitmo, which roughly translated means. Anybody know? Not a clue. I'll look it up while y'all are doing the show. All right. All righty. Two to go. Right here, Rump Chat Live. Cinch, jeans and shirts booth. You got one more day to get here. If you ain't here, get here. You can take in the sights, the smells, everything that goes with thousands of shoppers hustling and bustling all in one place for a chance to pay for exciting things for their family. I'll wrap this up. <laughs> sorry. I think it's good. Keep I, going. It's the truth. Sorry. It almost turned into a Tallman situation. Just do the intro. You're going to get into it real quick, right, Mike? I'm going to get into it real quick. We're going to welcome them real quick. Yeah. Oh, 10-time Clown of the Year, several-time Music Director of the Year. Two, three, two, two, three. Just two. Hell, people make up whatever they want. It's Vegas. <laughs> Just print it on your backdrop at the convention. It clearly must be true. I did the Southeast Circuit Finals, too. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> God bless you. Good luck. It's showtime. Rump Chat style. Hello, Hello It's actually a pretty good song. It's a great song, I love our, our ladies right here at their T-shirts. My drinking team has a rodeo problem. All right. That is the official uh, the official motto of most people in Vegas right now. As we get into round number nine of 1,439 rounds. Um, last night at the Mirage Hotel and Casino where we do the watch party for Rodeo Vegas, we had the third waivers in, and they were unbelievably they were so happy. happy. And uh, just got, have, I, well, I know some of y'all are here that are in, with us, but how many people know what I'm talking about? When the people that come out for the last week and they get on on Thursday morning and they're not broke or hungover or sweaty and they show up, they're all happy and they're ready to party. And then everybody else who's been doing what we do, a little bit sleepy beer. Sleepy. Jordo Holland showed up last night. Yeah. Uh, and if you've listened to the show, he's had two, two episodes. Yeah. Uh, it was Rump's. He was Rump's college roommate. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> he he would come in partying like it was college time. Yeah. Like, Jordan come in with a full head of steam, and I was ready to just kind of sit on the couch and watch the rodeo and reflect on the time I've had with all these great people in Vegas. And Jordan's like, let's party. And Jordan's uh, giveaway that he's been overserved is he got the, got the slurs, got the Las Vegas, hey, Rump, you know what we should do next? Also, I, uh, Scuba Steve was there, Steve Smith. I wouldn't let him in <laughs> due to his record of fighting. Uh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Scuba Steve from Cody, Wyoming. Oh, cool. Yeah, you wouldn't right. know him. But uh, it was a great night at rodeo last night. It was a good the night. The bareback riding last night looked just awfully painful. Yeah, they were the, they were the rank pin. I, like Casey Field, uh, I, I got Casey and, you know, about every one of my fantasy leagues. I have never seen Casey really ever be manhandled. Me neither. But last night was, well, one night in San Juan, one afternoon. But that's the only other time I've ever seen him. I mean, he may take a, a, a missed spur stroke or something, but never out of shape completely, and he was last night. Those dudes bucked. And Rocker, Rocker had the horse he won Odessa on in February or January. January, yeah. You know, that was the horse that I'm like, I started believing in him because I always said, I want to see that kid on an arm jerking Benny Butler 
hard to ride son of a gun like that horse he had, and he rode that horse and rode him handily at, at Odessa. Last night, that horse kicked his ass. I mean, give him the old twisty turn on the way down. That's what I call it. And that, that the horse bucks. But, yeah, um, you know, Tim O'Connell's on 82 and a half. It was uh, Tilden got, he was, you know, he got uh, thrown down hard. I mean. I sent Tilden oh, a, man. A, t- a text message last night. Not that it matters. But I was like, hey, buddy, I just want you to know I love you. And he sent back the letter K. <laughs> Which is the ultimate go to hell. But you know what's funny? Like the the contestants that you know are friends. I know there's I, I can imagine being a contestant out here with all the obligations and family and autograph signings and uh just the pressure to win money and uh just dealing with everything. I I, I can't even I can't even imagine how some of these guys do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I did tell uh Zeke last night. Zeke Thurston, I saw him in the locker room, and I go, yeah, probably should have put you on my fantasy team. <laughs> I almost did. And he goes, yeah, you're stupid. And I go, I won't make a mistake again. On a side note, uh, John Harrison and I are number one and number two I haven't in the yet. Celebrity Tattoo League. My, my calf roper, Riley Webb, he didn't have a good one. My, Tim O'Connell didn't. It just, mm. so if Ryder it, Wright's not having a great finals. That's my bronc rider. If it all ended tonight. <sighs> If it all stopped tonight, John Harrison, NFR Rodeo Clown, would get to pick the tattoo of Coleman Proctor. Coleman said that he would get the ta- he would follow through on the tattoo. I'm so still fifth. If we could all say a, a prayer today to our Lord to please let Coleman finish last. Yep. Uh, John won, Rump two, Katie Kaufman, Amy Wilson, and then me. And then the bottom is Coleman Proctor is 20th. J.B. Mooney is 19th. And Jeff Metters is 18th. <laughs> but here's the deal with J.B. J.B. came and hung out with us the other night. J.B. don't care if he gets another tattoo. Yeah, he's already got one. Yeah, he's got several. So we really need Coleman Proctor. Like I said, just keep him in your thoughts and prayers that he finishes last. Because we really need this. All right. Well, what else? Um, let's get into it. Should we get into it? Yeah. I'm so excited about today. Today's my last day. Tomorrow we have re-rehearse for the closings and stuff for the rodeo tomorrow afternoon. So uh, Jacob, our illustrious ball of joy, will be over here taking my spot. It'll probably be better because he actually has a voice, which everybody's had this bug that's gone around. I don't have it. I had it last week. I'm pretty sure I gave it to everybody at the rewards banquet, though. You're hey, welcome. You hugged a lot of folks. I did. Oh, wait. Can I say one more thing before we move on? Yes, absolutely. Since you are involved with the NFR production. Uh, oh, I think, God. Here we go. No. This is not a complaint. I think it's great. One of my favorite things is uh, at the rodeo, we're out here in Las Vegas. You have uh, hundreds of entertainers and people in pro rodeo. My favorite part is when uh, you have the random guy that has the 800 T-shirts start dancing and throwing them. And the cool thing is, like, I see it once, and then I'm like, man, if we could do that again during a break, that would just be awesome. So I just want to shout out to the originality of the last five years of a fat dude with, you know what's funny, though? He's a fat dude. I'm a fat dude. He gets up, starts taking off T-shirts. People cheer. People dance. I take off one shirt in the middle of the mirage, and I get asked to leave, okay? Explain that, hammy. Not my call. I'm just part of the team, bud. 
That is, you heard it right here on Rump Chat. That was Hambone's call. <laughs> okay. Now you can get into it. Sorry. So a while back, we just, one of the shows, one of our random thoughts, we thought about having a, um, you know, being matchmakers and having a date night at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, um, which was a great idea. It was a great idea. And every, everybody thought we wouldn't follow through with it because we don't really do that. Even our bachelorette was like, you guys, there's, you never follow through with anything, but you finally follow through with this. She messed up and said, I'll be your bachelorette. And we took it because she's awesome. She's smoking hot. Smart. Smart. A&M grad. A&M grad. Beautiful hair. Great smile. Rides a horse good. Carries a flag for Benny Butler. Ropes really, ropes really good. Sorry. Okay. We're, we're, we're getting creepy. We're just no, two old yeah, married dudes here. So creepy. Well, let's Sorry. bring her up right now. Ladies and gentlemen, former Miss Rodeo Texas, Miss Jordan Maldonado. She's the bachelorette. Love, it's, love will keep us she agreed to this. And she, she did not agree to sit in the middle of you and me, but... I'm sorry about that. So, Jordan, tell us a little bit about you. What, do you. what are you doing now? You're graduated. What's your plans? So, I graduated from Texas A&M back in August, and right now I am just roping, and that's about it. I don't nice. really have an official job, but I'm working the Hui booth out here, and I've done a few photo shoots, and that's about it. Photo shoots? <laughs> yes. Like I, modeling? Yes. Really? <laughs> I've also done a few of those out here. <laughs> kind of different modeling, probably. <laughs> um, so, Miss Rodeo Texas in, what year was that? 19 and 20. Yes. Oh, a two-timer. <laughs> I'm the only two-time Miss Rodeo Texas. And I got to tell this about Jordan, too. Her dad is a super great Rum Chat fan, listens to all the episodes. What did your dad say when, or did you tell your dad, or is he just going to find out when we aired this? <laughs> Um, I just told him that I was going to be on Rump Chat. I didn't really give him the details, so I guess he's probably finding out right now. <laughs> hey, Dad. Oh, <laughs> did he comment on our deal? <laughs> <laughs> she agreed. Uh, so we should have Jordan sign a waiver. Okay. So to, to tell you all this is how this is going to work, back in the day they used to have the matchmaker game. So what we're going to do is just like that. We have three eligible bachelors behind the curtain. I'm going to tell you a little bit about each one. <laughs> he says, Bruce, he goes, wait a minute. <laughs> and if, you, if uh, you guys fall in love, we're all invited to your wedding. Okay. Yes. So we have, we have two uh, ro- tickets to the rodeo tonight. You from, guys are going to go to the rodeo. Yeah, Pendleton Whiskey's uh, been our sponsor here for the last couple of years. Jancy and the crew, they've been great. They've actually donated the tickets tonight. So not only are you going to win a date with one of these guys, all three of them, uh, without being creepy, are very good looking. They all have great credit scores, and two out of the three are mega rich. So, that's, uh, that's all good stuff. So, uh, and when this starts, do not look at the screen. Yeah, you can't look. Okay. Eyes straight ahead, So, 20. the three bachelors are going to come up on this side. All right? You will not be able to see the bachelors. You'll only be able to hear them and identify them as bachelor one, two, or three. Okay? We have questions right here. We have a series of questions that you have to ask each one. Each contestant... We'll answer the question, and after as many questions as we see fit, do you need a pen to take notes? Yes. Yeah, get her a that pen. That would be preferred. 
Yeah, holy, it's getting real. Okay, let's bring them out, our bachelors. Come on out, guys. Come on out, bachelors. Don't look. Let's give it up for the bachelors. Come on, y'all. Okay, I got to see who's where they're sitting. Uh, side note on the bachelors. Bachelors, hey, bachelors, you have to hold the microphone close to your mouth and speak loudly and clearly, okay? All right, here we go. Should we send somebody here to make sure? Uh, a little background on the bachelors without giving away who they are. Each one of these bachelors, um, I, I know extremely well, these guys are keeping the rodeo tradition alive, and I called all of their fathers this morning <laughs> to make sure they would be here. And all of their fathers I'm, also write me large checks throughout the year. So, shout out. Now, remember, Jordan, don't look at that screen. Do not look. Okay. Okay, let's, let's start wait, with... Wait, can I ask oh, one wait, question, yep, Jordan? Yep, yep. Jordan, before we get this whole deal started, how old are you? I'm 23. 23. And what do you look for in a bachelor? What would, what would be your perfect man if you could describe him? Um, definitely someone who's involved in the rodeo industry. Check. I could not imagine dating anyone who doesn't know anything about rodeo. Uh-huh. Um, they have to be pretty nice and polite, respectful. Check. Boom. There's two. Um, I prefer timed event guys, but oh, no. I'm not going to be super picky. <laughs> <laughs> They're not rough stock guys either, so I mean... Actually, you know what? I guess that's okay. <laughs> this might be the most well-rounded bachelorette ever if you think about it. Yep, yep. Okay, now we get... Hey, Mo, I'm sorry for cutting you off all the time. I'm no, just, it's okay, buddy. I'm just really excited and halfway sweaty, okay? Okay, uh, the first question, uh, Bachelor One. Okay, go ahead, uh, Jordan, ask a question. All right, guys, this question's for you. I can ask any question? You. you can ask a question, yeah. Start... Okay. Start at the top. Do I have to pick, like, a specific guy? No. You can, you can. Yeah, you, she can pick, you know... Okay. Hey, Jacob, we go around there to monitor our bachelors. Okay, you're good? Um, so start with any bachelor, one through three. Bachelor number two, who is your celebrity crush? Hello? Oh. There you go. Yeah, turn it on. Celebrity crush. Ooh, when I was young, I always had a crush on Megan Fox from Transformers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was a big one. There you go. That's a good one. Maybe he could transform your life into something better, Jordan. It's Amen. <laughs> Wait, what number? That was number two. Okay. That was bachelor number two, Megan Fox. <laughs> She's taking notes. Hey, this girl don't I mess have, around. You gave me a pen. What did you expect? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, bachelor number one. What is the weirdest thing in your closet? <laughs> Himself. Derek, Derek Nowitzki's shoes, guaranteed. What is it? Derek Nowitzki's shoes, the basketball Derek player. Derek Nowitzki's shoes, the, the, the Dallas the floor. His shoes. Dallas yeah. Mavericks. Yeah. Why do you, can I ask a question? Derek, why, why do you have you, his shoes in your closet? Well, they don't fit anywhere else. They're size like <laughs> 17, so. That's not, okay. I, I, so you don't wear big shoes. Hmm, write that down. Small feet. Badger one, small feet. You know what they write, write say? That, but, write that down. You know small. what they say about small people with small feet? feet? They have small Socks. shoes. 
All right. This is, this is working. This is, this is better than my card yeah, game the other day. this is better than your game. Way better. Um, bachelor number three, are you someone who gets bored or not really? Do you get bored easily or are you always moving? Um, I guess it depends <laughs> on what we're doing, you know? Just depends. That's okay. your answer? Wow. Yeah. That's okay. So that's a tough question. I'll give him that. that, that that's a, that's a tough one. I don't one. think it's that tough. Oh, it's that? Oh. <laughs> Did you just shit talk our bachelors? <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay. I guess I need to mix up the order now. Let's go back to number one. What were you like as a kid? Wild. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, like dirt bikes, all kinds of stuff like that. Did you... Can I, can I ask a follow-up question? Sure, go ahead. Would you consider yourself still wild? Yes. Oh, how wild are we talking? Are you talking wild like we put the saddle on and you jump around the pen for a minute, then you're okay? Or are you wild like you put the saddle on, kick off the saddle, knock down the rancher, kick open the gate, <laughs> run over to the, uh, to the neighbor's house and, and uh, breed a mare? <laughs> How wild are we talking? A, a, this answer number two. <laughs> okay. He's honest. That's good. Okay, <laughs> bachelor good. number three, what is something you consider a guilty pleasure? Do you know what a guilty pleasure is? Yeah. No. Something you shouldn't be doing. Something you shouldn't be doing, but you like to do it. <laughs> Can I pass? No, no. <laughs> what do you do? Drugs. No, uh, no, no drugs. No drugs, okay. No all right. Um, Creepy mustaches. I mean, <laughs> movie. <laughs> movies meant for adults. That's a hard one. I don't know. Why, why am I getting all the hard questions? <laughs> you know, sometimes love is hard. So, I mean. <laughs> okay. All good, right. Good thing we're not having a talent contest yeah, over there. Good thing we're not having a spelling bee. And if you have any other questions, it doesn't have to be off the sheet either, okay? I can't think of anything. Um, Don't forget about question number, number two. Okay, number two. <laughs> Don't forget about Bachelor Two. Number two, what is your favorite place that you've traveled to? Ooh, uh, San Juan Capistrano, California is pretty fun. Yep, it is. Can you explain why it's fun? <laughs> um, no. There's a, um, a cool little bar there called The Swallows. That's just a really good time. Hambone, you know that. Yep, yep. I was there with you. Man, you guys feel free on the other side of the curtain. You can have more than a two-word answer, okay? <laughs> do, do you guys need a beer? Okay. Yeah, get Ashley. Ashley. What about a refill? Or, or they can, yeah. There's a bottle of Pendleton. Yep, there we go. Oh. Uh. Uh, okay. Okay, bachelor number three. What is something that you're looking forward to? Going home. <laughs> I second that. Yeah, man, you guys are gonna have a wild date. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't forget the bachelor too. Yeah, don't forget. Don't forget okay. me. I'm the only one talking over here. Okay, bachelor number two. What's something you've done that you think everyone could benefit from trying? Oh, sober or drunk? Either way. Either way. Uh, I've done a lot of stupid shit drunk. Um, ooh. That's a really hard question. And the answer is? Can you repeat the question? What is something that you've done that you think everyone could benefit from trying? Benefit from trying. Okay, I'll, let me dumb it down for you. Okay, <laughs> what's, what's something done that you think is cool that everybody else should do too? Um, I think hauling a set of bucking horses around the country and bucking them every weekend is something pretty fun and everybody should experience once in their life. Ooh. So go fun. work for a stock contractor. That would be, you think people would benefit from that. <laughs> Let me tell you, as a person who's worked for stock contractor, actually, that is, I wouldn't take away those times. Even though they sucked a lot of the times, I wouldn't take that away. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's something special, and our bachelors all know this very well. When you pull up to a truck stop, and you go in, and you got... 30 head of man-killer bucking horses all lined up head and tail on the trailer. That's a pretty good feeling, okay? Thank so you. I, bachelor number two, I'd like to tell you, I concur. Thank you. I can concur. You have to do it to realize the purpose and how great it is. Correct. Boom. All right. That was the first intelligent answer of the day. Round of applause for our bachelors so far. That, He's the only intelligent one over here. <laughs> Testant number two, by the way. <laughs> okay, contestant number one. What are three items on your bucket list? Um, go to Bora Bora. I want to go on the Alaskan cruise. And, and win another national title racing. Oh, another one. So that means, hmm. Jordan, he's had one already. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Man, he's starting to sound better than contestant number two, if you ask what, me. What, what was the national title in? Uh, what do you mean in? Oh, what motor, did you, motocross. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Ooh, fun. Ooh, Jordy likes that. He liked the smell of nitromethane in the morning. I don't even know what that smells like. <laughs> Stay on the stage long enough, you'll find out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Rump had two taquitos before he got here. 7-Eleven is a hell of a place to eat, by the way. It's amazing they can put the food on the rollers for nine days and it still tastes delicious. It's unbelievable. Okay, can I ask a question to all three of them? Yes. Okay, what is your dream job? We'll start with number one and go down oh, to number three. Man. Uh, my dream job is exactly what I do. Um, like Connor said, hauling bucking horses around the country all year long. Uh, I would not trade it for the world. So, is that going to be the answer for all three of you? A hundred percent. It's test yeah. number two. This is all I do <laughs> no, every weekend. Let two and three talk. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. This is all I do every weekend, every day. Bucking horses and bulls around the clock, nonstop. And number three. Yeah, it's the same, same <laughs> answer. Um, I mean, All right, I'm going to start picking these. Very we've original. been around our whole life, so we might as well just continue it. 
We don't have a choice. <laughs> I actually think that I like that one? I like that all three have to answer the questions. Okay, all right, then. Okay. Whatever. Let's start at number three this time. What is your favorite movie to watch over and over again? And then number two and one follow. Let me think about it. Your favorite movie. Um, I don't know. Maybe Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove, okay. Number two. Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> oh, Lord. She is hot. <laughs> Number one? Um, uh, the Dirt, Molly Crew. Oh. <laughs> Write that down, Jordan. <laughs> Have you seen The Dirt? I haven't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't watch. You're so innocent. And, like... Yeah, it'll, just, it'll ruin you for sure. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> that opening scene's quite the scene. Oh, I have a good one. New version of beer pong in that opening scene. Okay, you got it? Okay. Starting at number two, and then number three, and then number one, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Um, there we go. The fact that I'm 6'6", six, six and I stand out like a sore thumb, it's pretty cool, to be honest. I like how you dropped your height without actually having to say it right there. Yeah, hint, hint. Here we go. Do you like tall guys, Jordan? Yeah, it says two, three. I'm only four foot yeah, every, eleven. Yeah, everybody's tall to you. How okay, tall, number how three. Tall are you? Hold four on, number three. Four foot eleven. Th- okay, four eleven. Okay, number three. Um, damn. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm struggling, man. Yeah, you are. I don't know the favorite thing I like about myself. Everything. Every, you like I'm, everything? I'm all around. You know, okay. He likes everything about himself. Well, he's humble. That's good. <laughs> Jeez. Wish I had your confidence. No, he, re- he really is great, though. Number one? Like. Number one, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Um, probably, like, how much I, I wouldn't say don't care, <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm good with anything. You just kind of roll with. Yeah, everything. you roll with yeah, flow. Don't, don't. I wish I was more like that. I never. I don't. I don't stress about nothing. Just roll. I'm with a little it. anxious. Let's just say. Yeah, you are. I get a little wound. You and Cody <laughs> Kid, huh? I think anybody that's ever rode with you anywhere in a vehicle knows that you're wound. Yeah. Well, you should fly with me. I'll be at the. I have a 6:30 a.m. flight Sunday morning. I will be at the airport at three. <laughs> Ready to roll. Get me home. Okay. All right. You got another good one? So, Jordan, hold on real, real quick. Since you got notes, what, what are you kind of leaning towards right here? One, two, or three. What, which of the bachelors is starting to sound like maybe they have a little more going their direction? Um, I don't know. Number two, maybe, just because he's the only one who can, like, put an answer together. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you guys got to step it up. Okay. From now on, your answers have to be at least three sentences. Okay. <laughs> All right. More next. than two you're words, gonna to, preferably. You're going to have to give us an hour to write three sentences. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. Brandon, we know. I like that one. Should I ask all of them that question? Ask all of them that one. Okay. Starting with number one, if you could have dinner with a famous person, living or dead, who would you choose? Kid Rock. There you go. 100% Kid Rock. He was Rock. there last night. He was in the Teton Ridge uh, suite. No, 
he has that attitude. Like, he absolutely don't give a shit about anything. Like, he's just all in. So, Kid Rock, for sure. On a side note, didn't Kid Rock fly over uh, this year when he did the Cheyenne Frontier Days Rodeo? Didn't, like, during the rodeo, he flew over Golden with his... Golden middle fingers on his jet, yes. On his yes. jet? That was for real. I heard that. I thought that was a rumor. He literally flew over in his private jet with the middle finger flying on the back of his plane. Yeah. Now, that's a guy who doesn't care what people think. Kid Rock. All right, number two. Mine would be the greatest president of all time, Donald J. Trump. Hey! <laughs> Donnie. You know, it's really excellent. I'm really glad you chose to have dinner with me. Would you like a picture? Would you like a picture? Hey. It's going to be huge. Bachelor number two, where would you go eat with Donald Trump? Um, Chili's seems just like a, like a nice, mellow place to take the greatest present of all time. Chili's? Stop. The, oh, <laughs> Jordan, make a note. You're going to go eat with Donald Trump and you're going to Chili's? Great margaritas. <laughs> Why don't you grow up at least Applebee's or something? Chili's is better than Applebee's. Who thinks Chili's is better than Applebee's? Who thinks Applebee's is better than Chili's? Chili's steak 100%. is very underrated. I'm you just know, saying. Yeah, but have you ever heard a song called, like, Chili's on date night? Bet you haven't. He can ride it, maybe, after him and Jordan. Maybe, maybe that's a little late-night Vegas dinner. You know, forget Del Frisco's <laughs> or Michael's. Come on, girl. We're so, gonna go. Let's go get chilies. Let's get half price apps. So, Jordan, that's how you know if contestant number two, if you go on the date, here's how you know he loves you. Get in the truck, baby girl. We're going to chilies. <laughs> no, no. And he's gonna say, "You go ahead and get anything on that menu. <laughs> Bring us a double round of them chicken sliders." <laughs> Anyhow, get you the potato boats. All right, sorry. Okay, uh, number, three. number three. Number three. We haven't. Who'd you go to dinner with, living or dead? Oh, for the love Snoop of God. Snoop Dogg. Snoop, there you go. Where would you and Snoop Dogg go? Wherever he wanted. <laughs> you know where you'd go? Where's that? Where I think you'd go? Where? Down the street, drinking gin and juice. I'm with it. On the way to Chili's. <laughs> yeah, we can all go together. The bad habit one? Yeah. Oh, Lord, I don't know if you need to read that one. Yep, do it. Okay. Starting with number three, what is a bad habit that you had that you have been able to overcome? What's something that you do bad that you not do bad anymore? <laughs> Did you smoke cigarettes, chew tobacco? Uh, I mean, Stutter. I hit a vape a few times, but I quit that. Oh, okay. Quit vaping. Yeah. Vaping is very dangerous, people. It is. If you're going to smoke, smoke the real stuff. You're wild, number three. Quit the old vape. Look out. That's good, though. Yeah. That's All a right. good, wholesome boy. Uh, let's go back. Yeah. Uh, number two. You want to go number two next? Number okay. two. Number two, what's a bad habit you've overcome? Um, this is kind of embarrassing because I know my family's watching this right now. But when I was college rodeo, and I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes, and I don't do that anymore. There you go. Yeah, good for you. I, I don't think I should answer this. It is not... Uh, <laughs> No, it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to answer this one. I'll, I'll take a... I'll, well, you can clean it up and answer <laughs> no, it. There, there's no, no, there's no way to clean it up. Like, there's really not. So, like, I'm just going to take, I'm just going to take an L on that one. Like, it's just not... <laughs> so, you're going to leave that to our interpretation. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. No, y'all... Does it involve movies? <laughs> it, 
movies. No, like, oh, no, 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 no. No, okay. Like no. no addiction there. No. Okay. Does it, no. Does That's it in, good. That's where my mind went. Does it involve lighter fluid, 30 foot of rope, a half a bag of ice, and two friends who can keep a secret? No, but that, no, that would have been funny. Does it involve a corkscrew, an avocado, and a snorkel? No. I can't say it does, no. Yeah. We'll put... She just wrote on that question mark. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I said took an L because he decided not to answer it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take an L on that one for sure. But you know what? I give him an A for honesty, okay? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I'll would honestly answer it. If no, that's when we, okay. Rump, when we go behind the curtain, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell yeah. you what it was. Let's tell, let's tell that one we don't have a lot of strangers staring exactly. at you. Exactly. How about oh, that? that's a good one. Okay. Um, Starting with number one, if you could travel to any year in a time machine, what year would you choose and why? Uh, that's a good one. This is gonna um, probably, probably 1880. You know, then I got the song. I'd just sing the song. Like, I would just write the song if I was back then. Texas in 1880. Hell yeah. Okay, can it's you sing banger. it for us? No, can you sing no, it? You don't know. Everybody leave. You know, you know, no, I think it's a, how many people like to hear him sing? Okay, no, it ain't happening. No, I'm not, I don't do the singing thing. He's taking an L on the I, singing. I did, also. Uh, I did karaoke when I was in Cayman Islands last week, though. I was very intoxicated. But we went to I the Cayman Islands. Great. That's where uh, I think I got a picture. Keep going. I, I'm gonna. Oh, don't show the picture. Where'd you go to Cayman Islands? Like what, what part? Where'd Seven you Seven Mile Beach. Yeah, that's the place. Yeah, we had a house, the best house on the beach, and yep. uh, it was. It was awesome. And rump. Did you go scuba diving? Uh, no, we went. My wife and I had a kayak. That was our first trip together. That's where I told her, oh my God, Bachelor One, check this out. So You should definitely go back and go scuba diving there. It on the, the beach. We've been dating a few months on the beach. It's a love story that kind of goes in together. There's not a cloud in the sky. We go to dinner, all of us, and we go to the kind of the club. After, and then it's just us two, me and Whitney, walking on the beach by ourselves. The waves rolling in on our ankles. It's that moment. And I look her in the eye, and I, for the first time, told her I loved her. And then Dose flew? And she said, thanks. <laughs> she said, thanks. She said, thanks? That is a terrible story. Why would you tell that? That was not a good ending there. I, I was not pleased with that. Well, no. uh, uh, listen here, Bachelor. She's married to me. We've got a three-year-old son, so suck it. Um, I win. Before you, <laughs> before you move on, I also was in a similar situation, not with my wife, but my girlfriend in college one time said, I love you. And I said, I love Neil Diamond. And I do, I, to this day, I love Neil Diamond. And my wife, Ashley. Love you. Um, so oh, I, I got a question. Oh, Lord. Do you find the pic? Let me see the picture. No, you don't want that one. So I'm going to help you out here, Jordan. This is a question because I know these three personally. And this is going to give you a little insight. Because so far what we've found about our bachelors, they're not the best talkers unless it's rodeo related. Okay? So all three bachelors, if you were a bucking horse or bull... What would you be, what event would you be in, and how would you buck? Are you, you ready for it? Like right now? Yeah. Uh, definitely resist all's top hat. If you look at your gold buckle beard, that is resist all's top hat on there. It is gorgeous, long nice. mane. 
Not a hard one to ride, but you could be a lot of points on her if you do. That is a rap applause for the first good answer of the day. Okay, contestant number two. Um, I'm more of a killer bee. Everybody, you know, hates to get on me, but when they do, they win. (laughs) (laughs) That's not part of the date. (laughs) You've got to find this picture. And contestant number three. I think I'd want to be bodacious. <laughs> so why bodacious? Because he's, yeah, I like wrecking people out, you know? <laughs> you guys want, do That's know, the reputation I want. You, you guys know? do know you're trying to win the heart of a lovely young lady, not to. <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? Larry Culp everywhere, everybody rides me, you know? And I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I think I, I, like, I like the boda- bodacious reputation better. Yeah, that's probably okay. So, so far, as we look back, you've been taking your notes. Which, what's kind of your thoughts when you hear each one? I want you to tell your thoughts on contestant one, two, and three. Contestant number one, what do you think? Not you over there, her. What do you think contestant number one? I think number one sounds really funny, um, and I like that. I like someone who has personality, and it's not like talking to a brick wall, because I like to talk, and I like someone to listen to me and Ooh. talk back. Um, number two. Who's six foot six? Yes. Um, that's pretty tall, and I'm not very tall. Um, but he seems interesting as well. And bodacious, the yellow whale on the end. Bodacious. Let me refer back to my notes. Oh, number two wanted to go to Chili's, and I like Chili's, so that's good. Bingo. Um, she knows. Number three seems interesting as well. He said that he wants to go home. That's what he's looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to going home as well. So it sounds like he likes to have a good time, but um, eventually he just wants to go home, which is exactly how I am. Okay, I've got a question for the bachelors, for you. Uh, we'll start with number one. Are you a... At home, you know, are you a go out and, you know, go to the bar, some dinner and drinks, or do you like to, like, Netflix and chill? No, definitely go to the bar, have some drinks, go party, have a good time. Yeah. Which number was that? That was was one. That was, of course, it was number one. (laughs) Number two? Um, when When I'm at home, I like to be at home, but when I'm on the road, I definitely go have fun. But when I'm home, I'm, I'm home. Okay. Okay. Yep. Number three? Um, I'd say definitely go to the bar and have, have drinks get wild with my buddies. That's okay. Fun. All right. I love the honesty here. There's no sugarcoating it. And the, you know, like, I feel like so much time in rodeo uh, where our event is different, like, people won't always tell the truth. And being a rodeo queen and you've been around rodeo, Jordan, you can kind of attest that too. Like, sometimes, like, They'll ask you a question, and our contestants or personnel will answer it all weird instead of just answering the actual questions. Is, I mean, is that not 100% accurate, or is it just me? Yes, that's 100% accurate. Like, I've heard bullfighters, uh, like, have just got hooked, like, 30 foot in the air, and they land, and they're okay, and then afterwards they're like, man, you just got thrown in the air. What a wild ride that was. Talk about it. I'm just glad to be here. 
Good answer. <laughs> you know, if I was ever a bullfighter and got thrown in the air like that, man, let me tell you what I did. I stepped in between two horns facing certain death. When I did what no other man would do, I bailed in the middle of it and saved the day, okay? So just, that's just my own two cents on that. We're getting closer. Okay, I have a question. This probably should have been like one of the first questions I asked is how old are each of you? Number one, how old are you? Honest, do we got to answer that? Yeah. yeah but, like, rump, like on, on camera, we got to answer that? Okay, you can, what does it say I'm on your at, fake ID? Oh, uh, 22. Okay, good enough. <laughs> so is he not actually 22? Yeah, he's 22. Okay. See, he's got a, he's got a personality, or <laughs> comedic personality. Number two. Um, legitly 22. <laughs> and 21. 21. Okay. Younger, ooh, younger guys. <laughs> you, you put those three together, you have the age of Jesse Knutson. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, hey, Mike, throw up. This is when Rump and I were in the Caymans. <laughs> Am I allowed Look to how this? red he is. I was on the bottom. That was forever ago. That was, oh, my God, look at us, Rump. We want to we see. Can, we we want to see. We can see. Fit, that's when we could fit in 36-inch pants. Oh, you can still fit in them if you got enough time. Rump was so red that day. That's when he swam out to the middle. They have those trampoline things. That, you know, those big, huge floating trampolines that don't bounce, and they just, you can barely get up on them. By the time you get up on them, you want to have a heart attack. That's all right. We didn't want to see it anyways. That's fine. I'll show you on my phone. You're fine. I'll text you. And then he was swimming back, and me and Wendy come by on a kayak, and he was starting to go under. I got caught in a riptide. And he grabbed the back of the kayak, and I hit him in the head until he let go because he was dragging us down. I got caught in a riptide. <laughs> I will go to my death saying I got caught. You, you've never been caught in a riptide, so you had no idea, okay? All right. Jordan, Sorry. carry on. Okay. Um, what was it? Uh, I have a good one. Okay, I go, think, go. I think it's a good All one. All right, go for it. What is each of y'all's favorite rodeos to go to? And do not say NFR. Favorite rodeo, uh, not the NFR. My favorite rodeo would probably be Ogden, Utah. Um, and then obviously Cheyenne. Cheyenne's always a good time, too. All right, Bachelor 2. Um, I don't go there anymore, but it was really fun when we used to go to Idaho Falls, Idaho. It was a beautiful place and then uh arcadia florida is also also a really cool underrated place i agree arcadia's uh frontier rodeo has that and that's where that's where i got ran over by a stray bull and bit by an alligator in 10 hours and that's that's no joke so all right bachelor three san angelo rodeo <laughs> good boy good that's what job. i'm talking about kiss ass that a boy Three-year deal. <laughs> You're welcome. So, are you? Are you? Do you have any? Do you have any uh, guesses right now over, over the occupations of these three guys? I'm assuming they all haul bucking horses and bulls. Okay, she's sharp as a tongue. No, I'm just kidding. She's very smart. Um, who's your cool around? Okay. Who you? Yeah, I guess. Who would they fangirl? Okay, let's start with number three and go back down to number one on this one. Who is a famous person you would definitely lose your cool around if you saw them on the street? 
Who would you fangirl if you saw him? Number three. Can we just start at one and go yeah, back? Yeah, that's funny. Yep. All right, number one. Let's start with the smartest and go to the dumbest. Okay. <laughs> Connor, you need to start then. Um, no, uh, none of them because they're all, they're all just people too. Like, I mean, okay. I, there's nobody that I'd just be so excited. Okay. That. Not even Tom Cruise? No, not even. Yeah, me neither. Tom Cruise is actually tall as Jordan. Really? Yeah, he's tiny. That's not true. It's true. All right, number two. Um, does it have to be a fangirl or just lose my cool? Just lose your cool. Like, lose my cool is like, go off on somebody? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'd say the uh, bullshit that was pulled yesterday by Joe Biden, I'd probably go off. There you go. Yeah, let's let a terrorist go for a WNBA player. Sorry, we don't get political, but that pissed me off. <laughs> she wrote it down. And number three. Um, yeah, not not in the happy way, but probably like Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> we've not been political in three years of Rump Chat till no. now. <laughs> who Sorry. who would you who would you go fangirl on Rump? Uh, well, I've, like all the celebrities that I've got to meet, which is not a lot. I've, as everybody knows on Rump Chat, I've torn off Garth Brooks's gate. Um, I've accidentally insulted. Uh, what was that guy that? It, well, no, not Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady was one. But what was that country music singer that I asked if he could move his bus? Uh, barefoot Blue G- It was Luke Bryan or was it Jake Owen? <laughs> Jake Owen. Yeah, Jake Owen was at a rodeo, and he was parked in front of me. He was the talent. And the, the concert was the next day, and I'm like, hey, can you move your bus, please, so I can get my truck out? And he's like, oh, I don't move the bus. I said, is it your bus? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, kid. Is the keys in it? He's like, yeah, but I, I don't move the bus. I said, well, who does? He said, the bus driver. I said, well, can we call him? He's like, well, he's not around. And I said, well, what do you do? If it's your bus and you got the keys, why can't you move it? I'm the talent. I said, all right, you're a country music singer? He said, yeah. I said, you got any good songs? He said, yeah, I've got several in the top ten. I'm like, well, I've never heard of you. And, but you know who I'd probably fangirl? George Strait. I've never met George Strait or Cole Hauser, who is rip off Yellowstone. I have. I shook his hand last year on the platform at the NFR. Nice guy. He actually told us thank you. Was it a very a nice soft, guy. Was it a soft handshake? No, no. That's I, what you would expect Rip to have. Or I, as I like, as, as my generation met him, he was on... Um, Dazed uh, and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Okay, yep. real quick. Question for you. Bachelor's. Could have won state pink. Bachelors, listen up. This is I'm going to ask. On. Can I answer? What? Can I answer? Oh, I didn't ask you the question. Is this? Does this say bone chat? Shut up. No, my, back to you. I would. I would totally fangirl Margot Robbie. Who? Margot Robbie, the hot blonde on Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, hundred. That's my movie. Yes. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Mm. Holy cow! Or Mila Kunis. Anyway, oh, yeah, I forgot about her. I love Mila Kunis. She married an Iowa boy, by the way. That's Margot Robbie. Why do, wow. why do you have that? I sent it to him. <laughs> Schmiergen. Why did you have that? Schwing. What? Jordan, who do you think who do you think's better looking? Or, or if you could pick one, uh, rip off Yellowstone or George Strait? Um that's a odd question because they're so like differing in age. 
I don't know. I mean, George Strait was really good looking when he was younger. I mean, he's still good looking. So you don't think George Strait's good looking now? I mean, no, no, he still is. But like when he was younger, yeah, you know. So I think I would have to go with Rip just because he's younger. It's your answer. It's not mine. Who would you who would you girl who would you girl crush? Like who who is your person you'd go nuts for? I think Margot Robbie is gorgeous. Nice. See. Okay. One more hard hitter. Moving for on. You. Oh, I got one go more ahead, hard hitter. If you were on a deserted island for one month, you had all the food and water you needed, but you could only pick between me or Hambone to be on that island with you for the month. Which one would it be, me or him? Is this a trick question? No, it's not a trick question. <laughs> I don't know. Don't Do make I her answer, answer that. This? I don't want to hurt her. I don't want you to get your feelings hurt when she <laughs> says me. You got to answer it, Jordan. No. It doesn't say Jordan chat. You got to answer it. Honestly, I would have to pick Rump just because I I don't know. I feel like I I cuz you could cuz you could eat longer. But <laughs> you could survive longer on him. I'm you sh- had to kill him and eat him. <laughs> I'm shade. And I'm cool, and I float. <laughs> no, you don't. I seen it. Okay, switching up. Shit floats. I just so y'all would both win. <laughs> Shit floats. Thank you. Okay, let's start with um, Bachelor One. I'm going to switch it up. Do you guys have a question for Jordan? I, I, well, if you'd asked us that before, y'all had y'all's whole spill. I guarantee we'd have had a question. Yeah, for him, but, time uh, to. Okay, all right. Think think <laughs> of a question. We'll come back. Think of a question. Um. Do you, have, do you have another question? I don't think so. I can't think of anything else. All right. What, what, what is your guilty pleasure since you asked me? Okay. Now, now what contestant is this? Three. Three. What, okay. What's your guilty pleasure? Um, I guess that I would rather um, spend my time in the arena roping than, like, hanging out with other human beings. Including your boyfriend? Probably. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so you, you like your alone time? If your boyfriend runs the shoot while you yeah. rope, though. Who opens the shoot? That would be very handy. A stock contractor does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Number two, do you have a question yet? Or one? Um, this is number two. And she, she already said it in a way that I already think I know, but is six, six too tall? Um, I don't think it's too tall. I'm not going to judge on height because obviously I'm very short. So I know what it feels like to be judged on height. So, so I'm not going to pick bring someone good because jeans. of their height. <laughs> what? I bring good jeans. There you go. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was a great Good job, number two. Good work, finally. The booze is starting to hit. Right when we're about done. Well, I was going to say idea of a perfect date, but I think she's more into the whole uh, we open the box and she goes and ropes, which, hey, that's cool. You, you can do a lot of beer drinking in that time. So, <laughs> What is your idea of a perfect date, Jordan? I have no idea. <laughs> have you uh, been on it? The one you go on no. tonight, guaranteed. Oh, that's a good to hear that. He said the one you go on tonight. Ooh. Which number was that? That Chili's. was number one that said number that. Number one. Chili's is a good one. <laughs> Chili's. Uh, Margaritas and steak. Does anybody in the audience have a good question? 
for our bachelors, anybody? Okay, well. What right. about you, Jacob? You're a bachelor too, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, bachelor. What? Bachelor number four, Jacob Moorhead. What? What do you want from me? <laughs> do you have a question for Jordan? Mm, I can't go to the rodeo tonight. Oh, okay. So he's out. <laughs> well. <sighs> Let's do two more questions. We'll tie it up. And Hunter Cure is about to come on. Is he here? He's minutes away. So let's do two more questions, and then we're going to pull the screen and see our bachelors. Phone, hold on. Oh, for her or for the guys? For the, for the guys. Okay. Okay, all four of you. All right, let's start with uh, Bachelor One. What's your five-year plan? Oh, God. <laughs> you mean like people actually think that far ahead or? <laughs> they were no, in high school five no, years five, ago. No. <laughs> I mean, probably, probably race another couple years, you know, hang out. Definitely keep going on with the rodeo business and keep buying bucking horses, selling bucking horses. And, you know, at some point, I guess you got to, like, make money. But you get by with the rodeo business, so I guess we'll keep doing that for a little while. There you go. All right. I have a feeling it's going to be the rest of their answers. Number two. Rodeo, 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 rodeo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number three. Um, I don't know. My plan is to have the baddest and the best bucking bulls and bucking horses in the, uh, in the industry going. Yeah, you're on a good start. Yeah. Okay. Which one of you three is going to win Stock Contractor of the Year first? Not your, not, not your company, you. Not me. <laughs> not, I mean, not your your. Yeah, how am I going to put this without telling who they are? Not anybody that's ever done it that you know or related to. <laughs> Definitely not contestant number two. <laughs> no, like well, you said us, but we won't. Like we won't buy a new company. We'll keep our family company going forever. Correct. And I think that's for both. Like, I, th I think we both plan on staying with the same companies we're with, and uh, and keep pushing forward with them. So technically, I guess you could say never. But, uh, but no, they, they got great shit. We do, too, and we see where it goes every year. I love it. I love those three guys over there. I mean, obviously, we work for their fathers, but uh, it is kind of cool to see this next generation because they are taking over, and it's, it's pretty awesome. So should we do the pick right now? Let's do the reveal. Okay. Uh, no, not the reveal yet. Got to pick first. Okay. You write down on a piece of paper which one that you're going to choose for the date. Okay. Let's give us some thinking music. Here. We're going to remove the huge rum chat sign. <laughs> Intense music. You have 30 seconds. Okay. All right. Here, let's do an audience pick. Keep it rolling, Jacob. Audience vote. Okay. Uh, who wants bachelor number one? You got to make noise. Bachelor number two. Bachelor number three. Okay. Okay. Don't feel like you have... Write this with your heart. As you make your decision, let's talk about Red River Arenas. Red River Arenas, the official arena of Rump Chat. They're right over here in booth 2018. Why don't you go over and... Oh, there's Turnout Tina. He made it. Yay! All right. Uh... Pendleton Whiskey will be giving this fine bottle away here in just a moment. Don't forget the fastest whiskey brand, growing whiskey brand, in all of 
the world. I don't know. Okay, she's made her she's okay. made her decision. Let's pull back the curtain. Oh, no, 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 not yet. Not yet. Get ready. She'll say it, and then we'll pull it back. Okay. And the winner of the very first rump chat singled out <laughs> is... Number two. Hey, that's... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet our bachelors. Bachelor number one, the son of Stay Smith, Riggin Smith. Bachelor number three, son of Billy Jones, Pete Car Rodeo, Ashton Jones. And son of Danny Reagan, United Pro Rodeo, Connor Reagan is our winner. So now you can meet Connor. This is where you come meet the gal you've been talking to. Walk on over here. Let's get you side by side. Jordan, come on. Jordan, come yeah, let's, out there. Let's get the first picture so we can play this on a slideshow at your wedding reception. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say opposites attract. And for the record, he did say, I, I don't think it's that bad. I love it. Can you put a prize on love? Hey, you know what? There was a what was that? Little, there was a little actress, and she dated a basketball player. Um, it does. I don't know. My mind's going nuts. But they were married for years, so it works. I like so, it. I think it looks great. Your kids will be medium. Yeah. So we are going to give uh, from Pendleton Whiskey two tickets tonight. You guys can uh, go hang out over there for a minute, kind of get to know each other. I'll ask tell you this: question. you have a ball. This is awesome. this is. I love this kid. And, He's a lot of fun. He's actually. He's legit. They're all three really good dudes, and uh, but uh, Connor's well, Connor's a good guy. And I, I want to brag on all three of them, just like Hambo said. You know, everybody, we come out to this NFR rodeo because we like the rodeo. We like the Cowboys, the bucking horses. Without guys like this that are going to stay in the rodeo business, we wouldn't have bucking horses and bulls. Yep. We, with guys like this that are carrying on tradition, we talk about rodeo being a family. Each one of these guys come from a rodeo family, and they're not letting the tradition die with them. They're going to keep the Round horses and bulls going up and down the road. These guys are the future rodeo. And they're awesome. You know, the, they talk all the time except for when they get a microphone. You did good. Uh, look at it. Well, you won. So there's a Chili's on Flamingo. Um, hit that up. But no. Jordan. Everybody, let's give it up for Miss Jordan Maldonado. She's awesome. Thank you for, thank you for allowing us to do this to you. And Bruce, Connor's a good dude. Trust me. He likes twisted tees. Okay, we'll yeah. see you guys later. Bye. All right. Reagan, I love you. I'll see you at the Barrage about nine o'clock tonight. Just go have fun. Doesn't have to do anything. Just go have fun. Yeah. Just go be crazy. Go be kids. Can you get down? Oh yeah. She's good. You want to introduce our next guest? Or? Yep, I do. This guy is, um, well, he's been a friend of the show since the beginning. Episode he was our very one. first unofficial official uh, endorsee, which we paid nothing to, nope. except brand, his brand got exposed because of us. Um, not because he had by that time won two world championships. Let's give it up for two-time champion of the world steer wrestler, Mr. Hunter Cure. Over here. Over here. You're not sitting in between us. We, we reserve that for uh, pretty blondes. Oh, that microphone's down the ground. Jeez, Hunter, act like you've been somewhere before.
I got to say, Hunter, you're looking good today. Yeah, you are. Are those empty? Yeah, turn it on. Y'all been hard at it already? I mean, this one bottle of Pendleton is already gone. Yep. Oh, that we had the birches on yesterday. It, it's <laughs> almost like Stace was already up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hunter, I tell you what. We, we are always glad to have you on. And the thing of it is, I feel like that because of what Hambone and I have done for you, people that don't even know a lot of rodeo will ask about Turnout Tina and what that means. Certainly. So I was downstairs signing autographs, and I had to check out earlier, and they asked me where where in the world I needed to go, you know, in such a rush. I was like, well, got to go upstairs and get made fun of for a half hour. No, so. we're not going to make fun of you today. <laughs> no. I doubt that. But I, I do want to start off with this summer, Hunter did one of the coolest things ever. We're at Sydney, Iowa, and I don't know why his pants were ripped, <laughs> but they were completely ripped. The whole butt cheek on one side was completely showing, and Hunter did not even care. He ran his steer... And hate no wait, you haze too with your butt showing. I had a tear, like a tear in the pants, and then when you like get I don't know three hundred behind it and get both hands on it, and then then it becomes a rip. Yeah. So and yeah, then it, my ass is hanging his out. His pants are torn and a little bit. And Rump runs up behind him in the arena. There's six thousand people in the stands, and Rump jerks his pockets to to the floor. It was awesome. But what was cool is you didn't give a shit. Like, you didn't care. You just walked on. Your tidy whities were sticking out. Little brown, I don't know, maybe a burrito, whatever. I don't know, maybe it's the dirt. Previous stains. Yeah. Um, but what was cool about that is you text me because you, from where you were coming, it was hard to get to Sydney. And you're like, I, I really need a win. And that was the first night you were up perf one. Yeah, perf one. And it's lasted all five perfs and slack, and he won Sydney. It was awesome. It's almost like I bribed everybody up in the announcer stand to, like, delay <laughs> everyone else all week long. So yeah, we, could, we did slow flags. You never are in the first perf and end up winning a rodeo ever. So Anywhere. Yeah, it, much less Sydney. I mean, a rodeo with such prestige. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. Um, Hunter, I tell you what, you've had a pretty good year at the finals, except for the one steer that got away. Um, that's my fault. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Did you too. mess that one up? I messed that one up. Trying, I, trying to make something in, you know, trying to make something out of an average ass steer. So sometimes you try too hard and you blow the motor up in the car. Well, you know what? You're going at it. And I said that in our our preview show. I said Hunter's going to be dangerous because. Hunter is towards the end of his career. You know, he's not going to go hard at all. If I mean, maybe a few at Houston or, or, or you know, maybe the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. You know, he even told me he didn't even know if he'd go to Calgary. So, you know, that's dangerous. When you're coming out here and you're like, I don't give a shit. I've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to prove. You've done it twice. And so you've got zero to prove. And, and I, I said that you were going to be dangerous, and you have been. Well, uh Certainly had a couple good steers in the week. I felt like I used them. Um, and then when I got on the kind of the worst end of the, you know, the 15 that were up on the, a few nights that, you know, maybe I didn't, you know, hit everything perfectly on those, but uh, we're still trying them on trying to win first, even on the bottom end of the steers. So what um, is giving a take, I guess. I can't remember who said it. And uh, it was Jason. Um, 
I'm from Wyoming, Lance Creek, Jason Miller. Miller. Jason Miller, yeah, the Mountain yeah. Dew Cowboy. Yeah, Jason Miller. Didn't he say something about, like, the best, the guy who scores the best wins or something? There's a saying he would say. So with Miller in, in 2013, the year I win the world, that uh, round one, like, hey, everybody's kind of getting pumped up there behind the box while the bareback riding's going on and, uh, you know, we kind of slap hands. But Miller was always one of those that he didn't say a whole lot to you uh, unless he truly cared that whether you won or lost. And so uh, he kind of come to me and he was like, man, all 15 guys that got here, Hunter, can throw them down. He said, whoever gets the best starts going to be the world champion 10 nights in a row. And so get your ass out of there. Well, yeah, and if you look at some of the steers, there's been – there's been several that they're catching by the yellow shoots. That was I me mean, last night, and I got smoking. the start that I wanted last night. My horse was as clean leaving, and I was uh, hand-boned me away from the NFR outgates. Like, yeah, that's a you were, run last night. And but you, you, you used that steer. I mean, it was, you threw them, and that's a, the steers have been running, certainly. it seems like, but, but they've been taking it good. You know, I mean, it looked like a pretty good set. Sure. What, uh, I mean, steers are steers. Horses are horses. They have their good days, their off days. But uh, inevitably, we're supposed to do our job and not make mistakes. I've made a few, and I'll be the first to call myself out on that. But you also know, got a few right. And I, big shout-out, we did this the other day to Dirk Tavener. This guy right here, you know, blew his knee out, and that's all you heard about. My knee, my knee, my knee, my knee. Dirk Tavener's bulldogging at the NFR – on no knee. I had a spiral fracture in my leg. Oh. That took nine oh. screws. Not a big deal. I mean, that was a spiral fracture. His is ACL, MCL, and he's performing. Yeah, he's actually the Meniscus, last. Meniscus, you know, train wrecked his knee. But the last two nights, what, three, six, and. Uh, three. Uh, four, or he four, was three, four, seven, two. two nights ago. Yep, and four, two last night. Ended the, uh, up splitting fourth. Yeah, the, the, I mean, when the Bulldog has been good, it's been good. When Hunter won the round the other night, I was so excited. I you was, know? too. So I sent him a message just as a joke, and I was like, hey, Hunter, good run. I could have been a lot faster, you know, like, and he didn't respond forever. So I was like, ah, oh, crap, because, you know, mm -hmm. I want to joke around, but also at the same time, I know what you guys thinking, you know, like I'm a jerk, but the Bulldog has been really good watching. The one thing I saw last night that I thought was pretty cool is, you know, when we talk about how you guys have each other's back, when Rowdy Parrott came out, and he was pretty mad when he goes walking back up the alley. He took his hazing bat and was, you know, hitting it against the wall and kind of throwing a fit. Well, the cameraman started following him back. Did you all see that? Was following Rowdy after, you know, he had a, a no time. and Wags he, cut him off. Wag, Wag stepped out and said, no, you're not going to follow him. And I thought that is so cool how the steer wrestlers had take, each other's back. But also at the same time, I wish... From a, you know, from a cameraman point of view, if you see a guy melting down, uh, and, and I don't care about the people that say, well, you got to have sportsmanship and, and you got to do this and that. Sometimes you're going to have a meltdown. That just happens in all sports. Man, don't get the camera on them. I feel like if you haven't had a meltdown, you don't care enough about this sport. Yeah, well. <laughs> like your livelihood, what you do is on the line. You know. And, Ten nights in a row here under scrutiny. And, you know. He was choosing to leave. Like, yeah. He was choosing to leave. He didn't do it in the arena. It, to take his time, right? Don't follow him up the tunnel. Yeah, they do Give that the man the, some space. They do that in the bull riding, too. Like, when they, they love to follow those guys up that long hallway and watch them slam their helmets off the wall. And I, I just, 
I, I don't care. I just don't agree with that. But, you know, like you said, if you don't have enough passion, if you're not pissed off every now and then, then you don't have enough passion to be here. But also, this is the biggest stage in rodeo. You're the best athletes in rodeo. I mean, look at NFL, NBA. Granted, the NBA, they're, they're you know, they're way pansies, but they don't, they, they, I mean, how many times you guys see guys slam helmets on the side? Of the, I mean, they can't hide it. Granted, they're trying to, you, he was trying to leave, I get that, but also there is a fine line of good TV and seeing that emotion is, is good. You know, I, I, I don't know. I see it on both sides. I definitely don't like it, like in locker rooms. I don't think there should be any cameras. Granted, you guys don't really have a locker room, but um, like the rough stock guys, there shouldn't be any cameras back in there. That's, that's a place you're getting ready, getting your mind right. They don't need to be interviewing people before. Like, could you imagine, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's tough like the NFL where they, or college where they go interview the coach right before the game. It's like, dude, he's in a zone. Like, back off a little bit. Wherever the camera goes, the fine goes with it. So That's true. I mean. That's very true. And I hope Rowdy didn't get fined because he was doing it outside the no, arena. No, no, I, I don't believe he did. But I will say that uh, for, for the week, I think I'm like, uh, if they're going to give like the, uh, the Ram truck for the Top Gun Award, like I think I'm in third right now on the fine list hey, for what's the your, week. So. What's your fine number? I, I think I'm about three grand in what, right now How so are you far. getting fined? For taking too long in the box. So, oh, oh I'll give you a great one. Uh, too long in the box, and that's been fairly nightly. But the one night that uh, I didn't get fined for that yellow horse taking too long in the box because they won't let me whip her, so heaven forbid that. But the PRCA patch fell off in the training room as I was getting warmed up before. Yeah, 1000 1000 on that one. I went ahead and uh, got a hold of my director. He's also my hazer, and uh, I cussed him. Uh, twice over that. I heard about that in the parking lot. Yeah, it was it was pretty vocal. Everybody thought we were having to come apart uh, as far as like... Uh, the team? The, the, the team was falling apart. No, no, I was just uh, expressing my uh, gratitude for one of the thousands of fines that I've gotten well, this week. I don't, so. I don't understand. Okay, like me and him, we've kind of went back and forth this week, but now that we have a contestant I, on I here. I think it goes Rocker, Clay Smith, and then me. But, uh, I can't believe Clay Smith. He's like the nicest guy. Is, he got a $2,000 fine for harassment. He is the nicest guy. Well, who I was he harassing? <laughs> Apparently, he sent the video of the, they got, he got called out for a crossfire. Oh, that was a bullshit call anyway. And I 100% agree. But apparently, he sent the, the video to uh, the CEO with context like, this isn't a crossfire What's going on here? Harassment of a PRCA official. Three grand, actually. It was Good not just Lord. two. It was three. So, like that's I don't know. I but you it, can but you can f bomb on TV and only cost you a thousand. That's as much as the the little stickers. Were, yeah, so. but 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 the stickers. Look, look at again NBA, NFL, all their jerseys. Like the Super Bowl, it has a patch. You know, granted, it's sewn in. Hey, I'm and going you're wearing for a, a uniform. Hey, for a hundred dollars, I could have them sewn on my shirt all ten nights. Like, yeah, let you guys know before, right? Just, just a thought. So, did that? Did you know you had to have that on until you got out here, and they just told you? Well, they handed it to us as we checked in, right? And they uh-huh. handed you a packet of twelve stickers, which is all all good. And hey, I, I did find mine. Mine is was in the training room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, that's there's where, that. That's where yeah. I I get. 
caught where, like Hamlin said, well, you got to have rules and, and this and that. I get it. I, but on some of that, like, your, your sticker that's one inch fell off, yeah. $1,000, feel like that's a uh, can you repeal that thousands a little, uh, thousands too much that's you, a, it's that's ridiculous but with with the uh, each event rep i could have a good time with a thousand dollars in vegas oh yeah <laughs> funny thing <laughs> years ago me and hamburg were at the rio and it, i'm just kidding um, Ugh, the rio but but honestly memories. so is there a is there a after the nfr is over do they take that out of your check on your fine money or How's that work? It'll just be sitting there for the next year. You'll just start. It'll, just yeah, be so on your, it'll be on your account like, oh, you're ineligible. Why am I? Why can't I enter uh, Fort Worth or Houston or whatever? Oh, that's because you got fined at the NFR. That's due before, before entries close. So what are your plans? Come January, what are you doing? You know, I'm thinking about going to the – doing a few things I haven't done. So I'm actually looking at uh, – I've never been to the Cowboy Downhill. Found, oh, out, found nice. out that you actually have to enter Denver to uh, go to compete at the Cowboy Downhill. So, so we'll see him in Denver. That'll be good. So Denver's on the plan. I got uh, my wife told me to enter, so that way we could do a – we were going to do a family ski thing anyway, so nice. might as well do it there. Um, Houston, the Americans up in the air, I, you know, as far as getting in or not getting in, you never know. There's still two more left. Um, but I was actually looking at if they were going to do um, – Bullogging and uh, their biggest rodeo in Brazil again. I may go down there next fall. Awesome. So I don't feel like I'm done bullogging. Uh, I'm I'm not quite 40 yet, but I I mean, there's still physically I can do it. Just I don't want to pound the pavement anymore. And um, well, yeah. How old are your kids? Ten and ten and eight. Daughters ten, and I can't ever invest in them if I'm gone 185 days a year. So, inevitably, I mean, it's, it's a transition. I mean. But the good thing is, like, I feel like at you, with what you've accomplished in the sport, when you're done, or when, if, you, if you retired tonight and turned out your last two, um, at the end of the day. Because <laughs> a ringworm. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you can step away and go, man, I, I've done what I've wanted to do. Won some of the biggest rodeos, won the world twice. You know, I don't remember the stat, but Boyd, Boyd always has the stats. How many world champions total there have been? Like 360-some total. 360, 360 souls have won. There's more guys that have won Super Bowl rings, w, or NBA championships, than there have been cowboy, rodeo cowboys that have won gold buckles. The, and you've won two of them. The stat that no one ever brings up that's always big in my mind is Steer Wrestling has had a ton of one-time champions, but the guys who've won it multiple times is less than 10. And to me, the reason is once you climb the, the top of the peak, most guys realize that you've got to start back over, and it's a whole mountain range out there ahead of you. So let, let, to me, that's a mentality that most never overcome once they've reached the top. I think it's because it's always been such a strong group. Certainly. Hard to win. It's hard to win any, any event. Don't get me wrong. But and there's been we tend to be the, the uh, one event that always has the lowest back numbers coming in. Like you'll never see a bull with a single-digit back number coming in because the money gets spread out 
uh, unless Stetson, so widespread. Unless Stetson starts steer wrestling, you better hope he better not. <laughs> he could probably be. He could probably beat everybody. Well, I mean, he, he is extremely talented at what he does. If he wants a slice of humble pie, come on across the aisle. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all heard it here first. Hunter Kier just called out Stetson Wright. Hey, he is phenomenal. I, I, I mean, the, the man has 500,001 in the, in the bulls alone. No, I mean, no, he, that is he could incredible. Eclipse, he could eclipse one million dollars in rounds one left still. season. He's over $800,000 won. Yeah, he's doing all right. For the year. And, and uh, it, it also indicates like the disparity of how much general membership money goes into just the bull riding event alone. I could go on for days about this, but I mean, we do pump all, we do pump money into that, trying to chase the PBR and, and keep bull riders here for a ship that's already sailed. What, but, what would you think though on some of those events? Because uh, the, the hot button issue all the time is the standalone events. What? How cool would that be if you did a crossover? Like they have the Bronx match, Extreme Bronx. Uh, they got X Bulls. How cool would that be if they did like an X Bulls slash steer wrestling combo, where you buck ten bulls, run ten steers, buck two, you know, do that and make it still a two hour and twenty minute show, but just with a little bit of diversity where. Instead of it just being the next, let's go on to the next time of it, where you pump it and sell it. Well, they used to do it at, at Houston and Denver, uh, the shootouts. The, uh, the early on, uh, steer wrestling was the only event, a timed event. Yep. And the barrels. Early on, I they, they did. did barrel racing. But. Uh, one of the questions I did have for you, I was thinking about just myself, how much things have changed for me coming out here. I want you to tell us, how has things changed from 100 Cure NFR1 to Hunter Cure NFR now. Man, the, you want to talk about the differences? I would think mentally. I, I came, uh, you know, with high hopes and dreams my first time. Uh, you know, a puppy that was excited to see everything in Vegas. And I, I got caught up in all the distractions and the shops. And there's just so much to see and do. And honestly, it uh, coming here now... Uh, I had to ask where you were and where the cinch booth and stage was because I'm going to show up, do my autographs, work my, you know, the yellow horse is taking uh, a lot of time in the box. I get up every morning. If the arena is open, uh, I'm in there with her. We're working on trying to get her settled. Uh, that way the perf's a little better at night. I do my autograph signings, eat lunch, show up at the stalls at, at about 4 o'clock, saddle and be ready for the draw like I am far more regimented because after that first time of showing up with high high hopes and high dreams and just getting my ass beat for 10 days, I vowed that the next time I made it out here, I would change the way I went about this thing. Well, even when I talked to you this morning, I, when I called him to make sure he was coming, he was out cleaning his own stalls, which is kind of wild because a lot of contestants out here, they hire somebody to take care of their horses, clean their stalls, saddle their horses there's and i'm not knocking that just i mean different strokes for different folks but a lot of these contestants show up get on hand the horse off and leave certainly um but i feel like the horse has their their routines that they kind of need to be put in if you want to expect the same results out of them at night in addition to and i've spent half my time in the training room this year which is far different than my first time showing up i've 
shoot, I've been on injured reserve shit for two months now trying to get ready for here. So, anyways, uh, it, I feel like I've got to stick with my routine and the saddle at a certain time every day and then be at the training room at a certain time, losing my sticker, all of these things. Do you feel, do you feel like this at this point of the rodeo on round number nine? Eight, nine. Nine. Round number nine. See, it's even blurrier for you. It feels Ooh. like, it feels like uh, what's that movie, Groundhog Day, where every day is the same. Yeah. Do you feel like looking back, though, you feel better on round nine than you have in the past, or is this about where you normally are? Because I know that I'm not uh, having to chase it next year, that, uh, that there's no anxiety for me right now. Like, I'm not trying to get seated in any rodeos. I'm not, uh, not trying to push. I let a steer go. I knew that that tech pretty well set me back in the average, and the average is pretty crucial in winning the world here. So since then, while it still hasn't affected how I approach every night, um, you know, I do get an extra hour of sleep because I'm not up fretting about anything. So it actually is kind of nice. That's awesome. I get it. It's, it's, like a, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, no pressure. And that's one thing, like when I – for, my, for me out here, it's just not so much stuff going on that it ruins times, too, because you're so anxious about getting somewhere or, or doing this or got to be here, and it, you know, it sucks. Poor Whitney, you know, <laughs> sucks for her because you're always worried about being somewhere, but when you have a regiment and, and you're relaxed, it's better on everybody, and you're obviously performing well. So, like, the next two rounds... Um, What's your mindset? No, don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? What? I mean, obviously, you you went out of the average, correct? Yep. Or you you're kind of halfway in there. Yeah, I th- I think I'm eighth right now. So uh, it's it's just run and gun. It's just let's go. You know, it, that's been the mentality the whole time is the run and gun, and I feel like that that's what uh, allowed me to make my mistake that let the one steer go was was trying to elevate him you know, to be something that he wasn't. And so that's on me. But at the same time, it doesn't change the mentality from that year past. It's go as hard and fast as I can Wait. because if there's no average consequence, it's try to go gather round money. Let's now, go get 30 grand. Now let's try to draw something that other somebody else has want to check on this yeah. week. That's been <laughs> yeah. difficult, but, it, it, but we're going to do what we can do. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, who is the most... And antsy, anxious bulldogger at the NFR this year. Hmm. And say their name you, if you, you like. You know, I will say as a as a first timer, Tim Sparing has been like probably the one of the most calm person really people here. So I was that, that was kind of a that was kind of a shock. I would say if, if anybody has like the the anxiety level up, it has been Dirk Tavener because. He knows every night when he shows up to work, when he puts his right leg in the ground, it's going to hurt. How bad it hurts, he's pretty well understands how bad it's going to bite, and he's having to show his ass up and, and try to beat the other 14 best in the world. And to me, if anybody has anxiety, it's him. Oh, I, and, I can't imagine and that. Kudos to kudos to him because he keeps showing up and swinging the bat. Do you think that guy has anxiety right in the middle in that chair? It's do you think he has anxiety? Uh, you know, uh, what he does. Okay, everybody yell, wake up I on three. Had, One, think, two, three. Wake up. 
I think you might have had too many of your screwdrivers earlier earlier today. I, I feel good. <laughs> I'm I ready know, to go. I don't know who drew the thing on your face, but we're sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, sorry for the wiener on your face. That, First that, one to pass out loses. Finger that, or wiener. That was Andy Reid in the in the Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. That was a good um, commercial. So uh, our rodeo of the day, we better mention that since they paid us, um, is your alma, alma mater. It's Texas Tech College Rodeo Day. All right. So, heck yeah, Red Raiders. Rack um, of Tech. Guns yeah, up here. That's right. Um, you know, got a great coach and uh, is the best in the region, voted it year after year. Um, I Probably because it's at a bar, maybe. But Well, <laughs> they get like 8,500 people at Tech's Rodeo. Well, I, I will say that Tech went from, you know, a D1 university with an absolute terrible rodeo program when I was there. To me, it was all about leadership. Um, we didn't have that in the past. We had uh, nobody with any vision or understanding of how to bring people in. And now it's completely different with uh, Hofstetter as the, taking charge. Um, not only has he been to the NFR, but then he has also figured out the, the salesmanship part of it and brings uh, attention and has grown the team exponentially since he's been there. Um, now they have... They have dollars to spend on guys when I about had to have a fist fight with my college coach just to get, just to get my uh, scholarship money for winning the national championship when I was at Tech back. So. Uh, but I, I will tell you this, not just where they have the rodeo, the Texas Tech Equine Center, if you all ever get a chance to check that out, that place is absolutely phenomenal. Everything about the the, uh, the Tech Equine Center. Have you seen it since it's been updated? Oh, certainly. We, I we mean, got outdoor. Arena, you got three outdoor arenas outdoor, to go with it now. Nice uh, pipe with all the yeah, wood. Absolutely. I mean, you have in addition to the indoor facility, you've got outdoor facilities. You've got their own practice cattle now, uh, <laughs> which is way different than me having to buy like five steers because that was all <laughs> I could afford back in the day, but. Um, it, it, they've done a phenomenal job. Uh, kids are coming in uh, not only for the rodeo part, but also to get a first-class education, and that's first and foremost, and uh, certainly glad to see it grow and thrive. Have you ever thought, that, not at Tech, but, you know, a lot of guys like Jared Hofstetter and uh, Brett Franks, um, Jeff Collins, you look at the champions uh, rodeo guys that have went back and coached college rodeo, have you, have you ever thought maybe... Brock Crumford. Oh, Bronco. He retired this year. But, I mean, have you ever thought, man, you know, maybe, maybe I'll do like Stockton Graves and start doing a little coaching on the side? No, I don't believe that's for me. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Well, would you be an ass to the kids or what? I'd just be myself. And, okay, and so see, you would be an ass. Okay. See, I, what I feel that I, I'm amazed that um, not that Stockton has had success because ultimately... Anybody that will listen to that man will have success. Because they're scared to death he's going to kick the crap out of them. I just feel like I would get fired <laughs> pretty fast. You think so? Why? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't seem to want to be able to do things half-assed. And would, would you so do I cake bring... stands with the kids? No. <laughs> no. You know, mandatory study halls and, like, we're going to keep grades up and, and then we're going to have practice session, like, three hours a day. Let's get it on. But These... I don't think everybody's going to have the same dedication that I would bring to it. I tell you what, though, and that's true because when I was bulldogging with Hunter and we would buy all those steers, not we, but you guys would, and we'd be at Mickey <laughs> G's house and there'd be five of us. It'd be 104 degrees and these guys. And 27 horses lined up. 
we would uh, run steers until you just absolutely feel miserable. You're covered in poop. You can't walk. Then when I would be like, well, we done? Nope. Running them back in. I mean, the, the key to practicing is just everything in the time events for sure. So they say in, in any professional sport you have to put in 1,000 hours or 10,000 hours to ever create that mastery of your sport, whether it's shooting a basketball or anything. Now, Kobe put in his 10,000 hours by the time he was 24. Um, I, I felt like I was trying to work towards that, but I probably didn't get there till I was closer to 30. And if you don't spend that time, you're never going to reach your mastery at whatever it is in life, whether it's playing piano, ping pong, or throwing steers down. Who do you think, who is the greatest bulldogger of all time? That's Luke Branquino. Luke Branquino. Mm-hmm. Certainly, bar none. Yep. You, you can't take away five world titles. five world titles in the modern era. Now, I feel like it's always like you can build your own football player on Madden, you know, like everybody's yeah. strengths and weaknesses. And uh, while Luke had maybe weaknesses here, they weren't that big a weakness. And uh, what he did was effective for a long damn time. But the one thing that he had over other guys that made the finals even more than he did uh, was he had the mentality to go with it. He wasn't going to put himself in a bad situation with horses or hazing or anything else. And he knew that when he teed it up for the NFR that he was going to drive it down the middle. That's awesome. Yeah, when you said under 10 people have ever won more than one. So I've been trying to think in my head. I'm, there's no way I can remember all 10, but Roy, Oat, because Oat won four. Yep. yep. Hunter. Hunter. Luke. Luke. That's four. John W. Jones. Five. Steve Duhon won three. Steve Duhon. You got Homer Pettigrew that has the most. He has six, six. back in the 40s. Okay, there's seven. Wow. Past that, you got uh, Dean Gorsuch, Lee Graves, and, and I are on nine. two. So, like, so after the nine. ones, you got the twos, threes, and fours. Man, it is a, it's a hard – and I was thinking – That's he, a hell of a list of names to be with, When bud. you get four plus, it's three. So, yeah. Oat, Luke, and Homer. So, Wow. Three men. That's but, awesome. Well – we just uh, we appreciate it on and on a serious note. I'll, I'm going to miss seeing you out there on the road. Uh, I'll see you a little bit, but um, let's uh, not forget Wagon's back. He makes he makes the eighth guy in this. Oh, Wags, that's right. So, and, he, and he is a phenomenal competitor. Yeah, like we have different styles, we have some different ideas, but phenomenal competitor, natural and, athlete, certainly. And I feel like just the natural friction between his uh, personality and mine is it pushes us both to be back here knocking heads again. That's awesome. Well, uh, Mike, throw up that graphic, and we just wish good luck to this team. Um, and you're an ass. Right there. Uh, I'm not in charge of that. Brother. Hunter and his BFF slash Hazer, Matt. And, um, I have such tiny hands in this photo. <laughs> you do have dainty hands. God, that's great. That does not get old. Look at that guy. You got a picture of it. I love it. But anyway, um, man, seriously, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. You'll be enshrined forever in, in rodeo history. And still get made fun of. For well, my yeah, but that's, that's what check. friends are for. There's Luke right there. That's weird. Hey, yeah. Oh, it, it was just up there. Yeah, yep, right there. Just, Look. Yep. 
Hey, Luke, will you please pay attention? Hey, we just showed it. Did you hear him talk about you? Yeah. Do you know that? I just complimented you, know less, you and this is what you're going to come up with. Yeah, he said you're the, he, he's your pick for the greatest bulldogger of all time. What a nice guy. There's less than 10 men that's won multiple world championships. Did you know that? Less than 10. So after Hunter retires, I, after Hunter retires, I say we have a bull riding jackpot next year, at the, or next two years at the NFR on one of these bulls. Hunter Cure versus Luke Branquino for the gold buckle. Let's do Buc it right now. Yeah, we better wait. Let's get these things aired up. We're going to wait. I don't want Anyway, wanna... no, back to, to Hunter. Congratulations. I, I feel like Luke's going to pull a groin here. I can then tell. Uh, Hall of Fame career. It's, I mean, there's nothing you haven't accomplished, and uh, we're just honored that you're our buddy. And congratulations on, a, on an awesome career. Thank Ladies you, and gentlemen, two-time world champion, Hunter Cure. Thank you. Holiday Texas. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Let's give away this bottle of pills oh, yeah, and whiskey. Ooh, 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 ooh. I've got the question. Ooh, Paula Notes. Um, who can tell me in what two years did Hunter win the world championship? What's that? 14? No. Nope. I had, actually had uh, back surgery at 14. Missed the NFR that year. Two years. What two years? Just throw out some guesses here, people. 12 and 13? She's got one of two. Half right. What's that? 13 and 15? Winner. There you go, right there. All right. Thank you, everybody. That's Rump Chat. We'll be back here tomorrow. Joe Beaver coming on round 10 tomorrow. Adios, everybody. And if you want a Rump Chat t-shirt right over there, Jesse's got it for sale. We only got a few left. Only a few left to be a great stocking stuffer. Get you gold buckle beer. Don't forget, go by the Red River Arena's booth. Daily specials on panels.